Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Shlomo Perlstein. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. The Gemara mentions the Shita of Reb Shimon that if she married Alpi Bezdin, she's potter for bringing a carbon. Yachid also by Ras Bezdin, according to Reb Shimon, is potter for bringing a carbon. The Gemara brings Ziri that says the halacha is not like the Mishnah. And even according to Reb Shimon, in such a case of our Mishnah, she'd be chayv to bring a carbon because Bezdin's psak is not a psak. It's not Yochet She'asal Bayras Bezdin. It's a toast. Since Bezdin made the psak based on Edim Shkarim on false Edim, it doesn't have the toikif, doesn't have the authority of a real psak. And therefore, if somebody does what Bezdin paskin and it's Shalaikidin, they have to bring a carbon. Nachman argues, Nachman holds that it's called Ohiro, and therefore it's under the rule of Yachachar Slavayras Bezdin is part of bringing a carbon according to Reb Shimon. I think more brings Rava. Rava says, I'll prove to you that it's a toes and not a Ohiro. The Ilu Ohiro Bezdin, Mechel of Adam Lateiruf. Bezdin, Paskin about Chel of Adam, that it's Mutter in a certain case, and then they saw a reason to Aser. If they come back and say, no, we changed our mind and we want to be Matter again, unless they come with some real proof. If they don't have a very convincing argument to be matter, the Isra will stay in effect. Yet over here, in the case of Eishas Ish, the married Alpi Echod, if an Echod is made, her husband died. She's mutter. Two Edom come afterwards and say her husband is still alive. She's Aser. If an Echod comes afterwards, a different Echod, and says her husband died, she goes back to her Heter. So like, says, my time, lavish from the toe. So you see that the first Psak was a toast. The first eight echod that lied to Bezdin was considered a toast, not a hayro. Rashi explains, we say the first aid tricked us. And the second eight echod that's matir is believed. Because if the first one was a hayro, was a psak, and we were saying on him, paskin, it's not considered that he tricked us. It was considered a psak. Once we see that the two Edom came afterwards and said he was wrong, how could we go back to our original psak and be matir based on the second eight echod? We know we were wrong on the first psak. How could Bezdin go ahead and rely the second time around on a Eid Echod when we know that an Eid Echod was wrong the first time around? Therefore, Rav proves that it's a Tos and not a Hero. If it was a Hero, we wouldn't be able to go back to the same rationale the second time around. Now, the it's a plea I had to explain this Gemara. What does one have to do with the other? When Bezdin is matter of the Dhamma the Chalim, and then they realize it was a mistake. Then they decide afterwards to be matter once again, unless they have a convincing argument, the Isser will stay. But here, let's say the first aide was Taka a liar, he wasn't careful. But the second aide that comes about and says that he knows the husband died, it's a totally different aide. This is a totally new reason to be matter. What do I care that in the interim, two Adam were made that he is still alive? He was still alive till that point. The aide. Echel, that came about the second time, is saying he knows now he died. It's a new Maisa. What does the first aid have to do with the second aid? Really? The Psak by the Eid Echod the first time around was a hero. That was an invalid hero because he talked a lie. It's not a toast. It's a hero. The second time around, it's a proper hero. They're not relying on the same rationale. Now it's a different rationale. Now it's a different aid. a different story. So the Ritva, in his words, throws in the terrace of that. Since the Namanus Veid Echod is based on Isha Daiko Mitzvah, 
So what happened? Bezdin relied on the Daikomitsa the first time, and the aide was proven a liar. The two Aidim showed that it wasn't true, the husband was still alive. The second aide comes along now, and he says the husband died, a totally different story, but it's not a totally independent heter. It's also based on the Isha's Daiko Minsava, that she knows what, that the aide is saying the truth. We saw her mess up the first time, we saw that she's not really trustworthy. So how could we allow her to marry based on the second eight echot's aides that the husband died? We have to come out to her, Daiko Minsava, and we know she's not careful about it. So if the first time around was a hairah, then how could we rely on this Hira the second time around when we know that the Hira based on her Daiko Mitzvah is rather weak? Eloma, it's a toast. It's a mistake. We relied primarily on the Eidus of the Eid Echod, and that Eidus was meaningless. That Eidus caused best to make a toast. It's not that they made a, a Hira that was wrong. Where unless they can be certain that this time around it's going to be perfect, they can't recant on the Isser. The first time around that they were matter was meaningless. It was a toss, not a hero. Therefore, the second time around, when they have a reason to believe the second eight, there's no reason to believe he's lying, and we can assume this time it should be more careful, we have a right to be Simech on the second eight of Neidech, and we matter her because the first time around was nothing. Not that it was a psak of Aiko Minsu where Bez made a mistake, rather, it was a psak based on a toast, it wasn't the Shem HaYerobachal, and therefore, Bezdin can be matter the second time around, and we don't have to be chayshish that she's not going to be medayik this time. This Mahalach, way we explain the Ritva, is quite similar to the Natsiv's Mahalach in Mirai Misada. The Natsiv in Mirai Misada and in Shuvah's Meshav Dover, Chalik Bey Simon Samach Gimel, explains the Gemara a bit differently. He explains the Machlaikas Rabban and Rav Nachman are arguing in... We find if an Eid who's normally not Nemon will be Nemon in the case where it's Milsa David Legluye, where it's something that's going to be found out eventually, anyways, do we say that he's Nemon even though normally he would not be Nemon in a certain situation? Like being Matar a Bechar that a Gadamum Beheter. Now, if an Eid is Nemon by Milsa David Legluye, even though he wouldn't be Nemon necessarily without that, then the nemonis over here, by Eishas Ish, can be based primarily on that nemonis. We need that she's Daiko Mitzvah in order to avoid a Chumrah Midrabonon of Eishas Ish. We'd say Eishas Ish is such an Isr Chumrah, will need more than the Eidus of an Eidachot, even if it's a Milsadah Vuyilagui. So therefore, we also need to come up to Daiko Mitzvah. But the primary reason for the Heter is based on the nemonis of the Eidachot. That's one way of understanding the nemonis of an Eidachot together with the Daiko Mitzvah of the wife, or we could say the Namanus of Eid Echad, even by Milsa David Legluye, is no more than the regular Namanus of an Eid Echad, and therefore the whole Namanus of the Eid Echad, together with the Daiko Mitzvah of the wife, is only Midrabanam. Now, those two Mahalchim are going to be Taloi in the two Shittas and Bechayr Staf Lamar as we mentioned, if a Milsa David Legluye gives an Eid Echad more Namanus than normal. And we find Rava and Dafsadik Dalar and Aleph, according to the Nitziv, Holds that an Eid Echod by Milsa David Leglui is Neman Menater. And therefore, Rav Lashitasai holds that the Iker Heter is not because she Daiko Mitzvah. The primary reason for the Heter is because the Eid Echod has Namonus. Midrabanon, we demand that there's also a Daiko Mitzvah. Therefore, Rav holds over here when one Eid was made, the husband died. Then two Eidim came and were made that the husband's still alive. And then another Eid is made that the husband died. True, her Daiko Mitzvah took a hit. 
we are not really Soymech on her anymore. Because you see, she wasn't all that Daikomintsev the first time around. But since the Ikra Nemonis is not because of the Daikomintsev, the Ikra Nemonis is because of the Eid Echod. Because Rava holds that Eid Echod by Milsa David Leglui is not a Since the Ikra Nemonis is based on the Eid Echod and not on her Daikomintsev, therefore when the second Eid Echod comes along and says the husband died, we don't say that it's comparable to a case of Hayra. Where by Hayra, unless we have a overpowering reason to be Simach on the Heter, we won't do that. Masha'ain Cain by an Eid Echad that comes to be made after two Eidim said the husband is still alive and he's made that the husband died. We don't say that there's a weak reason for the Hayra. And just like she wasn't Daikomintsev the first time around, she's not Daikomintsev the second time around. Rather, we say since the Ikr Namanus is based on the Eid, so the first time was just a toast, it was a false Eid, he made a mistake. We're not relying on that aid. But the second time around, when the aid comes and is made independently that the husband died, we believe that second aid because the Iker crux of the Namanus is based on the Namanus of the Eid Echor, not the Daiko Mitzvah. Daiko Mitzvah is Taka week. But the Namanus of the Eid Echor, one aid has nothing to do with the other. The kids are when we're relying on the Daiko Mitzvah, that's Daimatu Ohayro, that we have to come on to a particular Svara. If we're relying basically on the aid and the daikomintsev is just for added support, so that's not going to be considered a hero. That's going to be considered a toast. The first aid made a mistake. We don't trust him. The second aid has nothing to do with the first aid. It's a totally new reason for namonis. That's how Rabbi proves that it's considered a toast and not a hero. Rav Nachman, however, doesn't hold the Ikra namonis is based on the aid echad. Rav Nachman holds like the sheet is that aid echad by Milsa David Legluye is not namon. Rav Nachman holds the primary reason that we allow her to marry is because of the Daiko Mitzvah. Therefore, if at the first time around we see she's not Daiko Mitzvah, we're not going to assume the second time she's any more Daik, and therefore we won't believe him. And that's actually what Rav Nachman said before that. We know it's a Hayra because Kolotarikula and Eid is not believed. And here an Eid is believed. So you see that it's Hayra and not a Tos. That's because Rav Nachman Lashitase holds that an Eid Echad by Emil Sadavid Ligluye won't be Namon. Not in Kalatarikula, not over here. That's what Rav Nachman holds. Clearly, a Hayro, it's a special din that we go Basar Daiko Mintzava. If the Ikr Namonis is based on Daiko Mintzava, that's considered a Hayro. There's a special halacha that the Chomur Mati here, that's a Psak. Therefore, the Nitziv learns that the Machlaikas Rav and Rav Nachman is really a basic Shailah. How do we understand the Nemonus of the Eid Echor over here? Is he really Nemon because of Milsa David Legluye and the Daiko Mitzvah is just for added support? And therefore, if the Eid Echor the first time around proves to be mistaken, it's not that they pass in something wrong. It's not a Hayro, it's just a Toz because everything is based on an Eid Echor who lied. That's a mistake. That's not a bad Psak. However, Rav Nachman learns that the Iker Nemonus that were matter and Ish based on an Eid Echod is not based on the Nemanus of Eid Echod. It's based primarily on the Daiko Mintzava. That's a Psak. That's a Heter because of the Sfar of Daiko Mintzava and not because of the Nemanus of Eid Echod by Emil David Legluye because Rav Nachman holds that by Emil David Legluye an Eid Echod is not Nemon any more than a regular Eid Echod. Therefore, we have to come on to a new Sfar of Daiko Mintzava which will be considered a Yohiro'o. That's a Psak as we're Machadish a new Sfar. The Karanoyer actually asks Akasha on the Rishonim that learn that we mentioned that the Nemonus of an Eid Echod by Eishas Ish is based on Mils David Legluye, and that's why she's Mutter. And she's Mutter Menatayra. And it's not considered an Akiras Dover Menatayra by the Chachamim because Mils David Legluye is an Amonus Menatayra. From Rav Nachman, we see not like that. From Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says that Kal Tayra Kula, an Eid Echod, is not Nemon. 
Now, according to the Nitziv, that's not schwer. According to the Nitziv, that's really a machlekes amayroam. Rabbi and Rav Nachman are really arguing in this shaila gufa. Is an eidecho nema meilsa david legluye minatayra or not? According to Rava, he is Namon. According to Rav Nachman, he is not. The Rishayim that paskind that Milsa David Legluye is an Amonis Menatayra are going according to Rava. Now, the Rambam and Perak Yudalad Halacha Gimel Mehilchas Shkagais paskins that if Bezdin was Matur and Eishes Ish to be remarried based on Eidus, that the husband died, and it turned out that they were false Eidim, the Rambam paskins that that's not considered a Hirah, that's considered a Toes, and therefore the woman has to bring a carbon. In other words, the Rambam is patterning like Ze'iri in our sugi. Now the Lecha Mishnah and the Mishnah Lamelech ask a kasha. The Rambam paskins that Yochit She'osah Bahiraz Bezdin is chayv to bring a carbon. The Rambam doesn't paskin like Reb Shemin. According to that, why is Rambam bothering to paskin like Ze'iri that this is considered a Toos and not a Hayroah? Even if it was considered a Hayroah, it would make no difference. According to the Rambam, Yochit She'osah Bahiraz Bezdin is chayv. The whole Machlech is Ze'iri and Rav Nachman is only according to Rav Shimon. We don't go according to Rav Shimon la'alacha. The Rechoner answers, and I saw Rav Chaim in the Chidush HaGrach HaLashas also answers the same terrors. There's a nafkamina, not over here. Over here would it make no difference. She'd be chayv and achatas regardless. The nafkamina that is considered a toos and not a hoira is in a case where half of Kali Yisrael did a naveira that has a chi of chatos. The halacha is if roiv of Kali Yisrael did a naveira that has a chi of chatos based on a psak of Bezin that was mistaken, Bezin has to bring a parhelium dovishal tzibur. Bezin has to bring a special carbon. That's only if most of Klai Yisrael did it. If half of Klai Yisrael did that Avera, Bezin is not going to bring a parhelium dovishal tzibur, and all the Yechidim will bring carbonis. Now, the Ramam holds that we're mitzarif, two different Averas. If, let's say, 40% of Klai Yisrael did an Isser karis of Nida based on a mistake of Bezdin. And 20% did a mistake of Chil Shabbos based on a mistaken sack of Bezdin where Mitzarev, the two groups, and they bring a parahelim Davashel Tzibor, it's considered Roiv of Klal Yisrael. The Navkamina over here is, let's say half of Klal Yisrael did an Avera that has a Chi of Chatos based on a mistaken sack of Bezdin. And now this woman went ahead and remarried based on a mistaken sack of Bezdin. If it was considered a hero betos, then Klal Yisrael wouldn't bring karbonis as yechidim. Bezin would bring a parahelim dover shel tzibur. However, since we call it a taos and not a hero, this psak is not called a psak, it's simply a mistake. She won't be mistarif to the 50% of Klal Yisrael, and therefore everyone would have to bring a carbon chatas of a yachid, and there would be no parahelim dover shel tzibur. Now the Aruch HaShulchan says a similar teret. He says, in our case, there is no nafkamina, whether it's considered a tos or a hayra. In any case, we don't pass on like Reb Shimon. We hold that yochet she'osah b'hayra's bezdin is chayiv, and she'll have to bring a carbon regardless. The nafkamina, the Rambam writes this halacha of, if Eidim make a mistake, it's considered a tos and not a hayra. The nafkamina is, in a case where Rav of Klal Yisrael did an aver that has a chiyuv chatos on it, based on a psak of bezdin, Normally we say that in such a case, we say the Klai Yisrael doesn't bring Karbonus as Yechidim, Bezdin brings a Parahelim Dover Shel Tzibor. However, in a case where Bezdin Paskin based on Edom Shkarim, that's not considered a Psak Bezdin, that's considered a Tos, and therefore there is no deal of Parahelim Dover Shel Tzibor. Rather, all the Yechidim would bring Karbonus Chatos of Yechidim, even if it was most of Klai Yisrael together, since that's not considered a Psak of Bezdin, it's a mistake.
Rav Shachan Aviyetzer says a different teretz. Rav Shachan understands that if she married based on a hetra that Bezdin gave to her, based on the edus of two Edim, in such a case she'd be considered an Oynas Gomer. And even according to the Ramam, who passes like the Chachamim, that Yochit She'osah Bahiras Bezdin is Chayiv, in such a case where she's an Oynas Gomer, there are two Edim and a Psak of Bezdin together, if she didn't have air based on that Psak, she'd be Pater from a carbon. That's provided that it's considered a Psak of Bezdin. But since it's considered a Tos, Therefore, we're mechaiv to bring a carbon, even if it was based on a psak of bezin with two edim, since that's not considered a psak at all, it's considered a toes. That's why the Ramam has to bring this halacha of ziiri, even though we don't pass like Rav Shimon. Now the Gemara continues, the Gemara brings the Mishnah of Hairuli Nasei, bezin paskin, she should get married, she's mutter. She went ahead and she was mekalkel, that she has to bring a carbon. They only were her to marry not to be What does it mean that she was mekalkel? Rebbe Lazar explains it means that she was mazana. Bezin was matter her to get married. She went ahead and was mazana, not in marriage. She has to bring a carbon. Rebbe Yechelen says, we're talking about an almana l'kayin gadol, or a grusha v'chalutz l'kayin hedyet. Bezin was matter her only to marry someone that she's mutter to marry. And she went ahead and married somebody that's forbidden to her. In such a case, we say that's not included in the psak of the Bezdin, and therefore she's chayavachatis, she's not doing alpi Bezdin. So the Gemara says, according to the Shita that holds, that if she was Mizana, she has to bring a carbon, kol shakain, if she married Alman Lakain Godel, or Grusha Vachlus Lakain Hadjit, because that definitely is not going to be considered included in the psak. They certainly weren't matter her to marry somebody she's forbidden to marry. However, according to the Shita that holds, that only Amman al-Lakayin Gadol, but Grush v'chalut al-Lakayin Hedyit is Chayev achatos. If she was Mazana, it could be she's going to be Potter because that is part of the Psaq, because she says, you made me into a Pnuya. And therefore, even if I was Mazana, I should be Potter based on your Psaq. Now, really, we have to understand the Gemara. According to the logic that Bezin was matter her to remarry because her husband died, it should make no difference regarding the Isser of Ish whether she's Mizana, or whether she marries an Alman Lakayan Gadol. True, Bezdin didn't allow her to do that. But if we follow the Psaq to its logical conclusion, we'll see that she's not an Eishish, and definitely she's forbidden to marry a Kayan Gadol if she's an Alman. She's forbidden to marry a Kayan Hadid if she's a Grusha Vachalutza, but she's not an Eishish. Why would she have to bring a carbon? So we have to explain the Gemara. The Ptur of Ba'asaisa, according to Reb Shimon, that we learn from that Pasuk, that Yochad Sha'asa Bahiras Bezdin is Potter, it's not because... Bezdin was matured for her, and therefore, if she does it, it's under Bezdin's auspices, and she's mutter. It's a different lambdas. If she does something Bezdin tells her to do, therefore she'll be potter because she's exercised of Vasaisa. If she's doing Bezdin's tzivui, she's doing what Bezdin tells her to do. She's not doing something based on her own volition. Therefore, she's going to be potter from a carbon. It's a special exercise It's not that if Bezdin says something, she's allowed to. If Bezdin says something and she does what Bezdin tells her to do, that act is an act of Torah. Therefore, it has to lie in Bezdin's words. If Bezdin says, you can marry, how much do we broaden the definition of you're allowed to marry? According to Rebbe Lozer, it means just that. You're allowed to marry, and that means marry somebody that only you're allowed to marry, and it means only marriage. Therefore, Zinsa is going to be chayev. Kolshkein almana l'kayin gadol. That doesn't lie in Bezdin's psak. According to Rebbe Yechanan, when Bezdin says you're allowed to marry, it carries with it the understanding that she's a pnuya. And therefore, if she's mezana, 
She's also considered somebody doing what Bezin said. It lies under the umbrella of Bezin's word, you're allowed to marry, means with a liberal translation, you may be Mazana also, although it's Usr, but as far as the Psak is concerned, she said, you made me into a Punuya. However, there's no way to include in the words of you're allowed to marry that you may marry Amon That definitely doesn't lie in Bezin's words. The Machlaikis is just a Shaila how to broaden the literal definition of what Bezdin said. However, if we're handling what the logic is based on the Psak, of course she's a Pnuya in any case, whether she's Mazana or Amanalakai Godel. That's not the issue at hand. The issue at hand is how do we define, how do we touch up the definition of Bezdin's words? Rebbe says it means exactly what they said, to marry somebody, and obviously it means somebody that's muttered to her. Znus Kolshke in Amanalakai Godel will be not considered as part of the Psak, and therefore, shall be chayvachatis. According to Rabbi Yechanan, Znus is included in the broader definition of Bezdin Psak. However, Amon Elokein Godel is definitely excluded, and therefore, shall be chayvachatis. Now, the Ritva says something else over here that may be a bit of a proof or shed light onto what we were just saying. The Ritva says, that that we say that if Bezdin was her Linosei, and she went ahead and was Mazana, according to Rabbi Yechelen, she's not going to bring a carbon. That only works by the Lashon of Chachamim, when Bezdin gives a psak. Bezdin's psak can contain a bit more than what it says. It can be broadened to be understood a little more than what the actual words say, literally. However, by a Lashon of a Hedyet, where a person says his own Lashon, there we take it exactly literally, we have no right to broaden the definition. He says, therefore, if a man writes a get to his wife, and he writes, at muteres you're muttered to marry anybody you see fit, but he doesn't write at muteres without the word of linase, we'll assume that he stipulates that the heter of the gerishin, he's giving a gerishin altnai that she marries at somebody. But if she's going to be mezana with somebody else, that doesn't lie in the get, it will be a shiur. And in the event that she actually was mazana with somebody and not marry somebody, according to what it says in the get, she'll be chayiv as an ish. That much he left over that znus is not mutter in the get. Therefore, the Ritfor writes, by a yachid, we're definitely going to be mechayiv him to write in the get, without that word of li Because we're not going to say he means to yimata her to be a pruya. We'll say rather, we're going to define what it says in the get by literally translating the words, and therefore he was only matter her to marry and not to be mazana, and therefore she may remain an ashes ish if she were to be mazana. Therefore, the Torah writes that we force a husband to write without writing the word linase. We see the Ritva's understanding is by bezdin, we understand that there's a deeper meaning, we can broaden the literal definition of what bezdin writes, we don't say that. Now, regarding the Machlaikis, Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Lazar, whether we say if she was Mizana, is that included in the Psak of the Bezdin? And therefore, according to the Shita, that's included in the Psak of the Bezdin. If she went ahead and did it, Alpi Bezdin, she'll be Potter from a carbon. Yochachas Alpi Aras Bezdin, according to Rabbi Shimon, is Potter. In our Sugya, that Shita is Rabbi Yechanan, that Znus is included in the words of the Psak. Rabbi Lazar holds that Snus is not considered in the words of the Psak, and therefore if she went ahead and was Mazana, that's what the Mishnah means, shall be The Rambam in Perakei Mehilcha Shkogos, Halacha Hei Paskins, that if she was Mazana, 
after Bezdin Paskin that she's mutter to remarry, she has to bring a carbon. It would seem that Rabbim is paskining like Rabbi Lazar against Rabbi Yechanan. Now generally the halacha should be like Rabbi Yechanan. Why would Rabbim paskin that if Zinsa, she's chayv to bring a carbon, not like Rabbi Yechanan? So the Kesef Mishnah and the Mishnah Lamelech both deal with this kasha. The Kesef Mishnah answers very simply that our sugi is going according to the Mishnah. The Mishnah that says that if a woman married based on false edus, based on a psak of Bezdin, she doesn't have to bring a carbon, that's going according to the shita that holds on the top of the Ombud, that it's a hero. That when Bezdin passes a mistake based on full Saidim, that still has a din of a psak. And therefore, according to Rabbi Shimon, that Yochad Sha'asab, a hero's Bezdin, is potter, that will also be considered a hero's Bezdin and shall be potter. However, since the Raman passes, like Ziri, that it's considered a toast, that when Bezdin makes a mistake based on a false edus, that's not considered a hero's Bezdin, that's considered a toast. So therefore, the halacha is not like our Mishnah anyways. So in any case, whether she was Mazanna or she married, even if she did exactly what Bezdin said, since it's not considered a Hiras Bezdin, it's considered a Tos, like Ziri, that's how the Ramam Paskins the halacha. Therefore, it makes no difference and she'll be Chayi Vachatos. It's not that the Ramam is Paskining against Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Lazar are only arguing according to the Shita that it's a Hiroa. We Paskin that it's a Tos, and therefore, in any case, she'll be Chayi and bringing a Korban Chatos. The Mishnah Lamelech answers even a simpler teretz. We hold that Yochach HaOsad Bahiras Bezdin is Chayiv. Our sugya where Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar are arguing whether if she did Znus based on the Psak of Bezdin, it's included in the Psak of Bezdin and she'll be Potu, or it's not included in the Psak of Bezdin and she'll be Chayiv. That's all going according to Shittas Rabbi Shimon that Yochach HaOsad Bahiras Bezdin is Potu. The Rambam passing is like the Chachamim, not like Reb Shimon. And Yochet She'asad Bahiras Bezdin is Chayiv. Therefore, it makes no difference whether the Znus is based on the Psak of Bezdin or it's excluded from the Psak of Bezdin. It makes no difference. Even if she did exactly what Bezdin told her to do, she'll still be Chayiv, because we hold Yochet She'asad Bahiras Bezdin is Chayiv in a Korban. Now, the Mishnah Lamelech still brings a very interesting Shailah on our Sugya. The Gemara says that according to Reb Yechanan, and definitely, according to Rabbi Lazar, if the woman's an almana l'kayin gadol, or a grusha v'chalutza l'kayin hedyet, that's definitely not to be considered part of the psak, and she'll be chayv a korban if she went ahead and married a kayin. Now, the lashon of the Gemara is almana l'kayin gadol, which is the Nisar Deiraisa, or a grusha v'chalutza l'kayin hedyet. Now, everyone knows an almana l'kayin gadol is osr medirayisa. A grusha to a kayin hedyet is also osr menatir. A chalutza to a kain hadyet is only osr medirabonah. Now the Mishnah Melech declares that the Gemara says grusha v'chalutza l'kain hadyet that she has to bring a carbon because it's not part of the psak. She's osr to marry a kain hadyet. We find many places in Shas that Chazal say grusha v'chalutza l'kain hadyet, even though it really means just a grusha. Chalutza is agav. We find in Makas Tafid Gimel for example, that the Mishnah says a grusha v'chalutza l'kain hadyet gets malchus. Now chalutza l'kain hadyet doesn't get malchus. It's only in the Sudar Abonon. Chalutza is mentioned Agav. Over here, Bezdin says she may marry. What happens if Chalutza went ahead based on the Psak and married a Kayin Hedyet? Now, Menatera, what she did was fine. It's only in the Sudar Abonon. Do we say that since Menatera, she is allowed to marry this Kayin Hedyet, it's considered included in the Psak? True, Menatera, she may not marry this Kayin Hedyet, but Bezdin said, Muteres Atli Nasai. You may marry, and Menatayra, she may do that. So therefore, she won't bring a carbon. Or do we say, true, Medirai says she may marry this Kayin Hadid, 
But since when the Rabbanon, a chalutzah may not marry a kohen hadyit, and Bezdin is saying, you're allowed to marry, and they don't mean to include something that's oser, so I don't care if the reason it's oser is only with the Rabbanon, since the fact is it doesn't lie in the heter of Bezdin. The Bezdin said, go ahead and do this, therefore, she'll be chayv in a carbon medir True, the Isra is only with the Rabbanon, but since that doesn't lie in the words of Bezdin, as we explained before, the Ptur of Yochach by Ras Bezdin is because it lies in the words. And since with the Rabbanon she may not marry this Kayan head yet, we can't say it lies in the words of Bezdin, and therefore, Mishlamelech has a tzad to say she'll be chayv in a carbon medir Isa, even though the Isra of Chalutz Lekayan head yet is only with the Rabbanon. The Mishlamelech has a machriya, he blibes with the Sophic. And on with Bez, we find the Machlaikas Rav and Shmuel. Rav holds Kedushin are not toifis by Yevam Lashuk. The Torah says, Lysia Eishas Amesa Chutzel Ishzor, we darshan, she shouldn't have Havayus Kedushin. Taisus explains that's not going only according to Rabbi Akiva, who holds Chayve Lavan Avadin of Chayve Krisis. Rather, it's going even according to the Chachamim. According to Shmuel, we're Mesupik whether the Pasuk of Lysia Eishas Amesa Chutzel Ishzor is telling us a Lav, telling us an Isser, but Kedushin are toifsin. Or the Torah is telling us the way Rav explains that there is no Tfisa's Kedushin by a Yavamalashuk. Now Rashi in Dafnon Heo Medbeis reads the Gemara quite literally. Shmuel has a suffix that the Pasuk of Elisiyah Eishas HaMais HaChut HaLishzar come to tell us that there's no Tfisa's Kedushin and it doesn't say anything about a Lav. Or the Pasuk is telling us about a Lav and Kedushin are Tfisa. But Rashi doesn't accept according to the Gemara over there that it's possible it comes to teach us both that there's a lav and that there's no Tfisa's Kedushin. That's actually the Pashtus of the Lushan of the Gemara over there, that there's a tzad that Yavam Lashuk is not a lav, rather it's just an Isra However, Tysus brings Rabbeinu Tam that according to everyone, there's a lav of Lysia Eishas HaMesa Chutz The question is, does the Pasuk come to tell me also that there's no Tfisa's Kedushin? But a lav, there is according to everybody. The Ritva brings rise from all over the Masechta that we find that Yevam Lashuk is a Chayve Lavan. One place, for example, is the Gemara and Dafyudalit. The Gemara clearly says over there that Bnei Yevam Lashuk are considered Bnei Chayve Lavan and therefore they won't be Mamzerim. Now clearly, Taisus has a different Girsa in the Gemara and Dafnan Heomid Beis that there is no Tzad that Bnei Yevam Lashuk are only Chayve Yasei. Taisus is not Geiris the words that Rashi is Geiris that may lead to such a conclusion. We see the Rambam too, Paskins in Perak Beis, Halachi Yudches, that if Yavama marries Lashuk, she gets Malkus, yet the Rambam also passes like Shmuel, that it's a suffix whether there's Tfisa's Kedushin by a Yavama Lashuk. And the Gemara continues, Omer Ravashi, Ravashi said, now that Amemar said that the Halach is according to Shmuel, that a Shaykh Tfisa's Kedushin by a Yavama Lashuk, if her Yavama was a Kayin, the Kayin gives her Chalitza, and she's muttered to stay with a man that was Makadisha. If a man was Makadisha Yavama Lashuk, and her Yavama is a Kayin who cannot marry her anyways because she'll be a Grusha, and a Grusha is also to a Kayin, we tell the, the Yavam who's a Kayin, do Chalitza, and she'll muttered to the man who married her. So the Gemara asks, Is Guri Iskar? And Kain Matsinu Chaitin Iskar? It comes out that if you force the Kayin to do Chalitza, the man who is Makadashar is a Chayte Nisker. He didn't have air, and he's gaining from it that he keeps this woman by forcing the Kayan to do Chalitza. So the Gemara answers the other way. Elam Yavama Yisrael. If the Yavam 
was a Yisrael who could marry a Grusha, the husband who married her gives her a get and she's mutter to return to her Yavam. Now this Gemara has several Mahalchem and the Rishonim. What exactly are we talking about? And what's the Chiddush of the Gemara? According to Rabbeinu Tam, it's talking about he was Mekadisher, without Nisuin. Let's give names to the two husbands so things should be easier. Ruvain is the Yavam, Shimon was Mekadesh, the Yavama. In a case where Shimon was Mekadesh, without actually doing Nisuin, in such a case the Halacha is, if the Yavam wants to do Yibum, then the husband, Shimon, is Megaresh, and she can return to Ruvain. If Ruvain doesn't want to do Yibum, then all he has to do is Chalitza, and she's Mutter to Shimon, the Mekadesh. However, if Shimon actually did Nisuin, then she's Osir even to Ruvain the Yavam. Just like in Eish there was Nisais to a second husband. She's Osir both to her second husband and her first husband. Now, according to that, Taisus explains the Gemara. The Gemara understood that if Shimon made Kiddushin on this Yavama and Ruvain her Yavam is a Kayin, we force Ruvain to give Chalitza and allow her to stay with Shimon. So the Gemara asks on that, Iskuri Isker. It comes out that he's a Chaitan Isker. Shimon made Kiddushin Shlaikadin. Not only does he not have to give up the wife that he married Be'isser, we can actually force Ruvain the Yavam to do Chalitza. It comes out it's Chaitan Isker. So on that, the Gemara answered just the opposite. If Ruvain the Yavam wants to marry the Yavama through Yibum, and he's not a Kayin where it's possible, we say that we force Shimon to give her a get and allow Ruvain the Yavam to do actual Yibum with his Yavama. Now what's the Chiddush in the Gemara according to this Pshat of Rabbeinu Tam? The Chiddush is that we actually force the Mekaddish, we force Shimon to give her a get to allow her to be Mesiah Bemes to Ruvain. If Ruvain's not interested in actually doing Yibum, so of course we allow the Yavama to stay with Shimon as long as Ruvain does Chalitza. Now before we go any further in the different Shittas in the Rishayim what's Pshat in our Gemara, I want to mention an interesting machlekes we find amongst the Paiskim regarding this case where Shimon was Makadash Yavam Lashok. Ruvain is not interested in being Miyabim. So we allow Shimon to stay with Yavama as long as Ruvain does Chalitza. Can Ruvain do Chalitza while she's still married to Shimon? Can Yavam actually do Chalitza in a situation where if he wanted to, he could not do Yibum? The Levush and the Knesset Yechazkel brought down a Pischei Tshuva, and Avon Ezer, Simon Kufnun Tess, Sif Cotton Gimel, hold that the Mekadish, Shimon, must be Megarish, the Yavama, before Reuven can actually do Chalitza. Reuven, the Yavam, cannot do Chalitza in a situation where he cannot do Yibum. The Pasuk says, If the Yavam does not want to take the Yavama as a wife, then he does Chalitza. In a situation where even if he wanted to, he could not do Yibum, the Levush and the Knesset Zecheskel understand that he would not be able to do Chalitza. However, from the Ramah and many other poets came, it's Muchach that Shimon does not have to give a get to the Yavama before Ruvain does Chalitza. Ruvain may do Chalitza even while she's in Asia's Ishta Shimon. And the Pashtis is that we, the Ramah doesn't dash like the Levush that if technically he can't do Yibum, then he cannot do Chalitza either. However, the Pischachuva brings a Shev Yankov that answers the Levush's kasha. The Pasuk says, if he doesn't want to take her, then he could do chalitza. It's mashma that if he wanted to, and he can't, he's not in a situation where he could do chalitza. The Shev Yaakov answers 
that the Rama understands that since that if Reuven wanted to actually do Yibum, we said that we would force Shimon to give her a get and allow Reuven to do Chalitza, that alone is considered enough if he doesn't want to take her. But if he wanted to, since technically we would force Shimon to be Megarisher, that's enough of a situation where if he wanted to be Miabim, we say that he's a Bar Yibum and therefore he can do Chalitza also. Incidentally, it's Mashma from the way the Shev Yaakov is learning that the kfiyah that we're going to force Shimon to give a get is Medir Aysa. Now later on the Pesach quotes a Minchas Oni that deals with a Shemeris Yobam that was Mazana and she became pregnant. Now the Allah as a man may not marry Me'uberes Chaveiroi, Me'nekes Chaveiroi as we saw in Perakach Can a Yobam do Chalitza to a woman who's Me'nekes Chaveiroi or Me'uberes Chaveiroi because he can't do Yibam if he wanted to. Chazal wouldn't allow him to marry her. Can he do Chalitza in a situation where technically he cannot do Yibam? So the Mechas Oni actually has it sad to say that he cannot do Chalitza. However, he says since it's only Medir there may be room to be Mekel. But Lekatechila, he definitely suggests that they wait till after the period of Muberes Chaveiroi Menekes Chaveiroi. It's Mashma from this Menchas Oni that he also understands that if she technically cannot do Yibum, that's enough of a reason to say that they cannot do Chalitza either, which is in tandem with the understanding of the Levush and the Knesset Yechaskel that we mentioned, that Shimon must give her a get before Ruvain actually does Chalitza. Getting back to our Gemara, once again we explained Rabbeinu Tam understands the Sugi is talking about that he was Mekadesh, Shimon was Mekadesh the Yavamalashuk, and the halacha is that if Ruvain wants to do Yibum, we force Shimon to be Megarish. If he doesn't want to do Yibum, we allow Shimon to stay with her once Ruvain does Chalitza. However, if Shimon actually did Nisuin, then she's also both to him and to Ruvain the Yavam. According to Rashi, there's a different understanding in the Sugya. According to Rashi, it's talking about she actually did Nisuin with Shimon based on Edim, two Edim or even one Edim. And the Gemara tells us that the Chiddush is that she's mutter to stay with her Yavam. Unlike the case of an Ashish Ish that married Shalakidin, where she may not return to her first husband. Rashi explains that Rav Ashi does not hold like Rav Nunnuna. Rav Hamnuna holds that a Yavamal Shazinsa is Asur Yavam. A Yavama that was Mizana before she did Yibum is Asur to her Yavam. Rav Ashi doesn't hold of that, and he's Matar the Yavama to return to Ruvain, the Yavam, even though she was Niseis to Shimon. Also, Rav Ashi holds that we are not Chayshesh that will confuse a Yavama Lashuk to a regular Ashish. Later on, the Gemara says we're Chayshesh that will be Machlif. People will make a mistake, and if we're Matir, a Yavama Lashuk that married Be'isr will be Matir and Ish that married Be'isr to return to her husband also. Kamashmul and Ravashi. Ravashi teaches us that we're not chayshish for such a chashash. People won't make such a mistake. The reason is, Ish has a chi of Misa, whereas Yavama is not a chi of Misa. Also, a Yavam Lashuk that's Mazana is mutter to the Yavam, whereas an Ish that's Mazana is Asr to us. And therefore, people are not going to draw comparisons. And if we're matter, the Yavam Lashuk that married Alpi Edim to return to Ruven the Yavam, People will not say that because of that, a nation's ish that married Shalai Kedin based on Edim will be muttered to return to her husband. Now the Ritva explains the reason Rashi says that it's talking about Niseis and not just Niskacha like Rabbeinu Tam, because in a case where she was Niskacha, we won't call that Chayta Niskar. There's no Chayta here. Therefore Rashi refused to accept Rabbeinu Tam's Mahalach on the Sogyo. 
And he explained, therefore, that it's talking about Nisais. The Ga'inim have a third Malach in the Sugya. The Ga'inim understand that it's talking about she was Niskacha, not Nisais, the way Rabbi Tam learns. And the Gemara says that Ruvain, the Yovam, will do Chalitza, and she'll be Mutter to Shimon the Makadesh because he didn't do any Avera. And the Gemara asks on that, it comes out that Chaita Niskar. Since it's talking about Shimon was Makadesh without Eidos, he had no right to be Makadesh. It should be also for Shimon to stay with the Yavama. Now, the Rashba, the Ramban, the Ritva all ask, in our Mishnah it says that even by an Ashish Ish, which is more Homer, if she was just Niskadesh to a second husband, she never did Nisuin, she may return to her first husband. Why does the Gemara ask over here that Chaita Niskar and she should be Usur to Shimon the Makadesh because it did an Avera? Even by Ashish Ish, we don't say that she's Usur to the Makadesh or to her husband if it was just Kiddushin and not Nisuin. So the Raman, Rashman, Ritva explain that the Mishnah that says that if she was just Niskadesh and not Niseis, she may return to her first husband or go to the second husband if she gets a get from her first husband, that's only in a case where she was Niskadesh through Adim. If there weren't any Adim and she did Kiddushin with the second husband, it's clear from these Rishayim that she will be Osir to her second husband. It's a tremendous chilish, but that's what it says. According to these Rishonim, that that the Mishnah at Sadiq Bezom says, if she was just Niskadesh to a second husband, and her first husband comes back, she, there are no Knossos of Tetzim, Mizeh, Mizeh. That's only in a case where she did the Kedushin based on Edim. They were false, but they were Edim. If there were no Edim, she's Osir to the second husband. So again, getting back to the Gemara, the Gemara asks, it should be Chaita Niskar. Why do we allow her to stay with Shimon? The Mekadesh, if Reuven gives Chalitza, it's Chaitan Isker. She married, at least Kiddushin, without Eidus. The Gemara answers, Enchanami. She's usher to the Mekadesh. She's usher to Shimon, since he married her with Kiddushin, Shlai al The Chiddush is that we force Shimon to give a get. Another Chiddush is, according to the Gainim, that she's mutter to the Yavam. Even though she was... Mechavein to be mevatel mitzvah siyabman, she attempted to undo the mitzvah of Yibum. Still, we don't cancel her, we don't cancel the Yobam, and we allow the Shemeres Yobam to do Yibum with Ruvain, even though she's usher to Shimon the Makadish. There's another Chiddush according to the Gainim that she's usher to the Makadish. Therefore, to summarize the three sheets in the Sugya, there's Rabbeinu Tam that understands the Sugya is talking about Niskadsha, not Nisis, just Niskadsha to Shimon. Shimon has to give her a get. In the case where Ruvain the Yavam wants to do Yibum, if Ruvain doesn't want to do Yibum, the halacha is that Shimon can stay with her once Ruvain does Chalitza. There's a Machlaikis, a can we mentioned, whether Ruvain can do Chalitza while she's still married to Shimon. According to Rashi, the Sugi is talking about that she was Niseis. If she's Niskacha, there's no Chashash at all. She's Mutter to Shimon, she's Mutter to Ruvain. The whole Shail in the Sugi is talking about that she was Niseis, she actually did Nisuin. In such a case, the Gemara says that although by Nisheis she did Nisuin with the second husband, Shlaikadin, she's asked her to return to her first husband. By Yavama, according to Rav Ashi, we don't say that, and she's Mutter to return to the Yavam. According to the Ga'inim, and the Ramban, and the Rashba, the Sugi is talking about she was Niskadish to Shimon, she had no right to, there were no Edim that said that her Yavam died. And therefore, she's also to the Makadesh. 
And the Gemara says the Chiddush is that although she's also to the Mekadesh, she's still mutter to the Yavam. However, in this case, if after Reuven did Chalitza, Shimon went ahead and married her once again, in such a case, the Mechaber and Simon Kufnin Tesif Aleph brings the Shita that holds that in this is Laitaitse, if she married him already, even though the Katchili shouldn't have, but once he did, she doesn't have to leave his house. The Gayan explains the whole reason of the Yisru is because Iskuri Iskar will be Chaitin Iskar, as the Gemara says, in this case there's no Chaitin Iskar. The Miabim Ruvain was Chaylitz Midaita in his own volition. However, the Ramah brings the Shittas to Trumas Adeshan, who's Midaik from the Bahag, that even if Shimon went ahead and married her after Ruvain's Chalitza, if this is Taitzei, she has to leave his house. The Knas was that she should never be mutter to Shimon. The Gemara continues, Omer of Gidel, Omer of Chibar Yosef, Omer Rav, that Yavama Kiddushan Einba Nisun Yeshba. If Yavama married Lashuk, she doesn't have Kiddushan, she does have Nisun. What does that mean? So there are two Mahalchem in the Gemara. According to Rashi, it means that a Shemeris Yavam that was Niskadesh to a Zar, she doesn't need a get. However, if she made Nisuin with a Zar, then she does need a get. The Gemara asks, if she doesn't have Kiddushin, she can't possibly get to a status of Nisuin without doing Kiddushin. So the Gemara answers that Rav meant Kiddushin Einba and Nisuin Einba. She doesn't have Kiddushin or Nisuin. Whether she made just Kiddushin or she actually did Nisuin, she doesn't need a get from the Zar that was Makadasha. Now the Ravah explains that when the Gemara said Kiddushin Einba Nisuin Einba, it wasn't a mistake in the Girsa. What it meant is Kiddushin Einba, she doesn't have Kiddushin Nisuin Yeshba, it was Loshin Bitmiya. She could possibly have a dinner of a Nisuin that she'll need to get if Kiddushin doesn't apply to a Yivam Lashuk. Now the Tzitzit Shalom asks Akasha on Rashi's Mahalach. Why does the Gemara ask if Kiddushin doesn't require a get by Yivam Lashuk, then Nisuin shouldn't require either? What's the Gemara's Kasha? We find by Nashus Ish, that marries Shalai Kiddin based on false Aiden. If she just was Niskadcha to the second husband, she doesn't need a get. If she made Nisuin, she does need a get. So say the same thing here. So the Tesla explains that the Gemara is not talking about whether she needs a get or not. We're talking about whether she's Osir on the Yavam. That the Gemara says, Kiddushin Einba, if she was just Niskadcha, she's Mutter to the Yavam, Nisuin Yeshba, if she was. And he says, she's forbidden to the Yavam. On that, the Gemara asks that the Gemara understood when it says that Kiddushin doesn't asr on the Yavam, Nisuin does asr on the Yavam. It means Nisuin exclusively, nothing else. Which means that even if she did Znus, she's not asr on the Yavam. It's Mashma, just Nisuin asr is her on the Yavam. And on that, the Gemara asks, if Znus doesn't asr her on the Yavam, why does Nisuin asr on the Yavam? And to this, the text of Yishalim can't ask what he asked on Rashi. Because by Ashish Ish, we don't find any difference between Snus and Nisuin. Just like she's Osir, if she married somebody else, she's Osir if she was Mazana with somebody else. To that, the Gemara answered, don't say that Kiddushin doesn't ask her on the Yavim, Nisuin does. Rather say, both Kiddushin and Nisuin don't ask her on the Yavim. Now, the text of Yishalim asks on that, in the Mishnah it says that, in our mission, Omid Aleph, it says that a Shemeres Yavam that married Lashuk, Shalaikadin, she's also to be with her husband, and she's also to be with the Yavam. So, how could Rav Gidl say in the name of Rav that if she made Nisuin, she's not also to her Yavam? 
So Tesis Shalom answers that in the Yerushalmi it says that our Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is machmer by Chayvei Lava like Chayvei Krisis. He compares it to an Eishas Ish. Therefore, in our Mishnah it's Taitzah Mizeh Mizeh. However, according to the Rabbanon that hold that Chayvei Lava is not as homer as Chayvei Krisis, the Yovam will be Chaylitz, and not only the Yovam is mutter with her, but even the second husband is also mutter as Yivam Lashuk is much less homer than Eishas Ish. Like more than said Iba Yisayma to explain Rav Gidel's memra that Nisun Yeshba Biznus. That means that he passes like Rav Amnuna that Shemeris Yovam that was Mzana, she's usher to the Yovam. Just like an Ashes Ish that was Mzana is usher to her husband. That the Gemara said Nisun Yeshba, it doesn't necessarily mean Nisun, it could mean Znus, and the Gemara used a Loshan Malyo, a Loshanaki, that's what the Ritva explains. Now in this Mahalach and the Gemara, even according to Rashi, the subject at hand is whether she's usher to the Yavim or not. Not like the first Mahalach in the Gemara. That according to Rashi, is talking about whether she needs a get or not. The Gemara says, Ibo Yisayma, a third Mahalach in the Sugya, Kiddushin Einba Nisun Yeshba, means that if she was just in Skadesh to a czar, she's mutter without a get. We're going according to Rav here, who holds that Shemeras Yavim doesn't have Tvises Kiddushin. And therefore, she doesn't need a get. However, if she made Nisuin, he has to give her a get because she's Michlefa Ba'eshish People will confuse her with an Ishish. And if they say that she doesn't need a get, people will say the same way an Ishish that marriage like a din may leave her second husband without a get. And the Mishnah in the beginning of the Aparic says that she does need a get. Now, according to the Taishishishanim, this third Mahalach and the Gemara is also talking about whether she's Osir on the Ovim or not. And the Gemara says that if she just was Niskadesh, she's mutter to the Yavam. If she made Nisuin with his Zar, with Shimon, then she's Osir to the Yavam. I, the Gemara, understood before that by Znus she's not Osir to the Yavam. And where do we find the difference between Nisuin and Znus? So that the Gemara answers that by Nisuin, the reason we ask her is not because she's Osir Medina. The reason we ask her if she married Shimon and actually did Nisuin, that she's Osir to the Yavam, because people will confuse this Yivam Lashuka do Nisuin Shalaikidin with a Ashes Ish who did Nisuin Shalaikidin. Now, by an Ashes Ish who did Nisuin Shalaikidin, she's also to return to her first husband. So, because of that, we made a that by Shemeres Yavam that did Nisuin Shalaikidin, she's also also to return to the Yavam. By Znus, however, since Znus is not Shechiach, we're not Chayshesh, that people are going to come make a mistake. And say, because of Shemeras Yavam, who was Mazana, is Mutter to go back to her Yavam, and Eshesish that was Mazana will be Mutter to go back to her first husband, since it's not Shechiach, we're not Chayshish to make such a Gzeira. Now, Taisa Yishanam asks a different Kasha on the Gemara. Why does the Gemara have to come on to the Svara of people will be Machlif, they'll make a mistake and confuse Eshemeras Yavam that marriage like a din with an Eshesish that marriage like a din? Without that, say the Chashashis. People will say, if we allow her to return to her Yavam, people will not realize that she married the second husband. She married Shimon, Shalaikidin. People will assume that Reuven the Yavam did Chalitza. Then she married Shimon Kidin. And then he divorced her. And if she returns to the Yavam, if she returns to Reuven, people will say that it's mutter for one to be Machser Chalutzasai to remarry Anisha that he did Chalitza with. Just as Rechashish in the beginning of the Perek, Shema Yemu people will make a mistake and therefore they answered 
an ashes ish who marriage like a din to leave her second husband's house without a get because people will say that an ashes ish yoitz a get and they won't know that she married like a din and they won't know that the kedushin wasn't taifes and more than that she has to get a get from her second husband and she can't go back to her first husband because people will think that a man can be machzor grushasai after she's married to somebody else. So you see, we make a chashash of Shema Yoimru. So here too, say the chashash of Shema Yoimru, people will say that Ruvain did chalitza, Shimon married her, and then when Ruvain wants to remarry her, people will assume that she was married kedin to Shimon, and if Ruvain remarries her, people will say that it's mutter for wanting to marry his chalitza. The Tzishalem answers that they were only geyser, Shema Yoimru, in a place where you could be metzarev, a knas, because of the Isra of Znus. If a woman is Mazana B'Shaygig, she's Mutter Menatayr, Chazal were Geyser, that she hasn't been Mazid, but seer of that, they were counseling her to get a get, and she's also to go back to her first husband. There's no Chashash of Shema Yoimru independently. If there's a reason to counsel her because of the Znus that she did, although in this particular case it'll be a Shaygig Menatayr, she's Mutter, Chazal counseled her and made a Gzairah of Shema Yoimru and therefore asked her to her first husband. However, by Shemeres Yovam, where Znus doesn't answer her on her Yovam, for the Chshash of Shem Yemru alone, we don't find that Chazal makes such a Gzeira. The Maisa comes out in the Halacha, if a Shemeres Yovam was Mazana, we don't hold like Rav Nuna, she's mutter to the Yovam, as long as he's not a Kayin. However, regarding the Bayil, the Ramah writes, B'Shem Nemuki Yosef, that we're Machmer, we cancel her, that she cannot go to be with the Bayil. And the Goyen explains in Biragra that it's definitely no less than the Isra of Kedushin that we mentioned in the Gemara before, that if she was in the Skadesh, without any Edim, that we asked her to be to the man who was Mekadeshar, as a Knas, we definitely are not going to be more Mekel to a Bayol than we are with one who is just Mekadesh. Which we said that according to many Shittas and the Rishayim, she's Asr to the Mekadesh. If she was Nisus to Azar, not just Kedushin, she was actually the Nisun with Azar. We hold that Kol Advar Mo'eluboshi has all the Knossos that an Ashes Ish has who married Shilakidin. The only exception may be whether there's Mamzerus Midirabonon. There are two Shittas whether there is a Mamzerus Midirabonon by a Yavamulashuk who married Shilakidin. Some learn that when the Gemara said in Ahmed Aleph that the Mamzerus in our mission is going according to Rabbi Akiva, that's only Mamzerus Midiraisa. But Midirabonon, even the Chachamim hold that there is Mamzerus by Shemeras Yovam that marriage like it did. Because of what the Gemara says, Rechayshish Dilmon Michlaf Beishasish, people will make a mistake to confuse her with Aishasish, so therefore we gave her all the halachas of an Aishasish. That's what Taisvis on the top of the Omid holds. And therefore, even Mamzerus Midirabonon is applicable to a Shemeras Yovam that marriage like it did. The Ramban. And several other Rishayim learn that there is no Mamzeris Medirabanon by Yishemeras Yavam, according to the Chachamim. And when the Gemara says it's going according to Rabbi Akiva, this Mamzeris, it means Rabbi Akiva exclusively. And therefore, Yishemeras Yavam, that marriage, Shalaikidin, and she has a child, the child is not a Mamzer, Lahalacha, even Medirabanon. As we pass, like the Chachamim, and not like Rabbi Akiva. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. 
If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.